episode 47 of the Slow Spin Society podcast. My name is Paul, and joining me, as always, is my good friend Rob. Hello, Rob. Hey, guys. Hey, Paul. Thanks for having me back. Uh, welcome back, everyone. First show of 2022. Um, really missed it. Really missed doing the podcast and really looking forward to getting back into it. And I hope everyone is as eager to listen to me and Paul waffle on as I am to waffle at Paul as he waffles back at me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And speaking of waffles and everything you could eat during the holidays, if you want to hear more about, well, our holidays, Rob's and I uh, going back to our families and me almost buying a number 22 and a bunch of other stuff, then you should listen to the pre-show. You can access the extended conversation at patreon.com slash podcast or by subscribing directly on Apple Podcasts. But let's get into the show. First show of 2022. And we have a bunch of stuff to talk about. Mm-hmm. New year, new vibe. What's going on? Yeah. New year, new vibe. New, new you, new me. New everything. <laughs> New everything. Yeah, generally, I think things might change a bit for, I uh, don't know if, how you feel about this, but for the podcast, for writing, for what we have planned next year. I mean, the podcast was great. It's been amazing and, and I love doing it. But I think as our lives develop in terms of what directions we move in, it would be really nice. And I hope everyone is keen to carry on the way we're going in terms of like authenticity and uh, organic growth and uh, keep the vibe going in, in the direction that both me and you like. Does that make sense? Yeah, that totally makes sense. Yeah. Um, I think uh, doing a phase year podcast is really awesome and talking to this community is also great and we just love doing it. We love really, doing it. Really do. uh, yeah, Rob and I, uh, have like we were really really eager to record again because it's been like a month for us with our recording so we really want to get that podcast going uh what might change well don't worry slow spin society will still be a phasier podcast but rather than laying only on the technical aspect of the thing we might do more sort of a lifestyle vibe uh, and that's what I wanted to talk. We're going to talk in this episode about what we want in 2022. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I want to switch the vibe of the podcast into something a little bit less technical and maybe not like a super long pre and after show like we did in the Christmas episode, mm. but just something that is a little bit more organic and natural. I mean, that be, that being said as well, um, if there's certain topics that we, like we have always getting super geeky into one thing, um, like we have in the past, but yeah, it's, it's, I think that's also challenging to keep doing that in fixed gear because it's, um, you know, there's only certain elements that can go without making it too uninteresting for for listeners as well as for us to do the research it's nice when we can get or do the research and get a bit heavier geekier into something and and i think that's why it'll be more interesting if we take a slightly new approach to to the podcast exactly but uh yeah i still love history episodes so we're still gonna do those for example um if you do remember episode one of the Silicon Society podcast was everything you need to know about track lacrosse, we'll probably do another episode about that because track lacrosse has evolved uh, a lot yeah. during last year. So don't worry, we're going to continue to do like fixier content. We're just going to, let's say, screw more around it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just listening to two blokes talking about bikes. It's basically the concept of the show now. 
<laughs> I mean, I love it. I, I, I say it to you all the time, we can just keep talking. But I generally, um, for me, it's, 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 it's I feel if, as long as everyone's still enjoying listening to us, rambling on, waffling on, I want to talk about stuff that we're into. I really do. I find this a nice, safe place to come and discuss. Safe place sounds a bit weird. I, <laughs> I find I tell it this to my therapist. This yeah, is my safe place. Yeah, exactly. It is. It is, though, in a form of, you know, to sit and discuss certain topics that you're into that are passion that you're passionate about, and we share similar vibes with photography, writing, um, and styles and stuff. So it, it's generally, for me, a, a nice place to, to chat. As long as people still love listening to it, I want to keep pushing it. Yeah. Just careful if you're listening to a podcast from now on, because since we're going to talk about photography and other stuff more, you might get into, get into expensive hobbies. It's not good for your wallet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So be careful. <laughs> that's why we're both broke <laughs> um so that's the podcast vibe uh i kind of like we want for 2022 and i hope everybody um is going to enjoy it uh, as we told into the christmas special episode we're going to do one episode every two weeks now mm-hmm. so um yeah we have more time to do research and get some proper topics, uh, record without always being like, oh, we need to get this episode uh, out. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So yeah, it's going to be, I think it's going to be easier uh, on our lives, let's say. And it's also going to be, it's probably going to increase the quality. I'm pretty sure about that. Yeah. Yeah. I I think having more time to, um, more gaps between them, giving us more time to be like, right, let's, let's talk about that today and having more focus and more interest in what we're talking about instead of trying to push them out. One a week is a lot, man. We did, yeah. you, you did really well to keep that going for almost a year. Um, I'm, I'm really impressed. But I think, yeah, the, the small gaps will help um, keep the content fresh. Exactly. Yeah. So that's the vibe kind of direction we want to give to the podcast. Mm-hmm. And not the direction that we want to give to the podcast is a better art direction. Uh, I believe um, I gave my 100% to give the podcast sort of an artistic direction slash visual identity during that past year. But well, I am far from an expert. Uh, I'm really not good at everything that is visual. So... If you're out there and you know how to create visual identities or stuff like that, uh, and you think you can add something to, I don't know, like the podcast cover or how I post on Instagram or the website, contact me, contact us. Um, Mm -hmm. The email is in every show notes, I believe. And I think I'll I'll be happy to, to work with all of you guys. I think it's going to be great. I want to get the community more involved into the podcast. I know there's a lot of you that just enjoy listening and that's pretty much it. But there's also a lot of you that are on the Discord and are eager to participate into the challenges and do stuff for the podcast, take pictures, etc. And I really want to work with those people. So yeah, contact us, contact me. The email is in the show notes. Um, I, I do love what you did with the brand identity, the visual identity of the Slow Spin Society. I think it's great what you did. I think it's great, but for example, when I released like the hobs and the carpets and everything, the mm. rugs, sorry, um, and the hoodies, I was like, okay, this is great. And then because I like anyone in this world, you're never happy with your own work, right? Mm. So. I looked back at it a week later and I was like, okay, a kid could have made those. This is not good. <laughs> no, come on. Don't be. Uh, no, you did fucking a lot of work and effort in everything. Yeah. It looked overall that there is a brand identity in terms of style on, on merchandise through to, through to the posting, through to the website, through to the blog. 
it all all links together and has its own brand identity. Absolutely. I think you've done a great job there. Mm-hmm. We, we clearly haven't discussed this before. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, if, uh, if you're out there and you want to add something or think you can add something, then yeah. contact me. Uh, I'll be happy to work with you on some visuals or some merch or I don't know, like any kind of expertise. Uh, I want to make custom aluminium parts uh, if you own a cnc machine or you know a shop that can make stuff then contact me as well <laughs> there's a lot of projects that i want to do in 2022 um, do you know what i do have access to that i've never utilized yet is my friend bought a color laser engraver so it can engrave in aluminium and all sorts of different materials but it can uh, engrave in color wow oh is that was the powders thing yeah 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 it's mega man he had he had the the regular like non-color one for a few years and what he does is he does um do you know this the slate for a film set when you're calling action and you have to like yeah you have to so all film sets now all big productions if they're on a drama or a film and they have like A unit, B unit, and they have like maybe they have C unit, and then they may have like uh, the the, the guy shooting in the north of England. The guy shoot. basically each production has its own boards made up, like mini mm-hmm. ones as well for close ups and um, big regular size boards. So he went into that a while ago, and he does all the boards for most productions in the UK. But then there were a lot of people were asking for color printed boards. So he invested in this new machine that does laser engraving with color. That's pretty cool. So I will put the his uh, his Instagram is 4130, 4130 photography. Okay, yeah. We'll he's put an that old, into the, the show. Yeah. He's an old BMX um, photographer guy. He's a good friend from Newcastle. Really cool guy. Worked as a camera assistant on film sets and stuff. Um, big into writing. And uh, he engraves. Uh, check out 4130 Photography. We'll put it in the show notes. Check him out if anyone needs anything custom- personalized or done. Um, but yeah, he can color engrave now. That's crazy, actually. That's it must crazy. be powder. It must be powder paint, right? Yeah, I've seen, I've seen, I've seen it before. And yeah, you put like you cover your part into like some sort of a powder, mm-hmm. and then the laser actually bond the powder and the aluminum, so you ha- mm-hmm. you end up with like a color engraving. Sick. Yeah, that's pretty sick. <laughs> yeah. So if you if even you Paul, if you need anything from him. That sounds that sounds really good. I don't have yeah. anything to engrave yet, but yeah, if I do, I'll give you a call. I'm sure you'll find someone something to engrave. <laughs> Other projects I want to get going on 2022 is the panel room legacy slash replacement project. I've been talking about that for uh probably like two years now yeah. with a few people. And basically, because Pell Room is now riddled with uh, bots and people, like, yeah, non-advisable people, and it's down half of the time, I want to create a new Pell Room. Uh, I know it will never have the database of Pell Room, because the bikes that you can find on that website are just, they can be like 11 years old. So mm-hmm. it's probably never going to be the same, but I want like a reliable website for people to share their bikes. Um, but for that, again, I need some help. I need some uh, persons that know database and web developers and stuff like that. So if you are part of that breed of people that knows coding and how to transform lines on a computer to beautiful websites then again please contact me and then we'll find something to do together how do, how do you see that working um like uh do you see the structure of the website kind of similar to the way pedal room is laid out in yeah. terms of in terms of 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 a library of uh bikes photos of bikes yeah yeah i just yeah it's basically like 
a community shared gallery mm. of bikes. Um, and I just want a few things. I want a member area for people to mm. add or modify their bikes. Mm-hmm. Um, I want uh, a tag system so people can actually search for a bike or for a certain part on a bike. Mm-hmm. Um, and those two are the essentials. Uh, you know that Pale Room has like a history system to see like uh, every step of a, of what a bike went through. Um, we'll probably get that going into the future, but. I just want to get the base website to work uh, in 2022. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and I think this being, uh, when this is done, it can launch like a ton of other opportunities. Um, I also don't want that website to be, to have ads everywhere and everything. So I want it to be, well, first I'll have, I'll have to pay for it, but in the end, if it can be like community supported as well, mm-hmm, uh, it mm-hmm. would be pretty nice. Do you see it as a slow spin society version or something separate? I don't, I don't see the need to be connected to slow spin society. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure there's a lot of people that don't listen to the podcast that still want to add their bikes, for example. Yeah. So let's just say that it'll be part of the numerous projects I want to start in 2022. But I think Slow Spin Society is Slow Spin Society is a podcast and a blog. I was at first I was even hesitant making merch, you know. Mm. So I think Slow Spin Society has to stay a media, um, okay. and then that different thing, however the name will be, can be like a community sharing platform. Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, if you know if you know your shit with computers, uh give me a call. Send me an email. Again. <laughs> this, is, this is like a pitch episode, isn't it? It's like we're gonna exactly. do all this shit, guys. We're gonna cut we're gonna have all these projects going on. Who wants to get involved? <laughs> exactly. We need you, you know, like we old USA you. propaganda. <laughs> like we need you into the slow spin society crew or or whatever. Get involved. Uh, yeah, yeah, I like involved. it. I like it. Yeah. What are the other projects for 2022? I mean, segueing into that is, um, I, yeah, I'm, I talked about it earlier. I love the podcast. I would like to tie and take it also to another level in terms of blogging and YouTube content. If that's something you would be keen to do. Yeah, definitely. I would love to do maybe, uh, I don't know. I'm just, ideas i've been thinking is doing like a, a a live stream um podcast where we're out on a ride i don't know recording just do like half an hour an hour live of a ride out with the camera as well so we'll do a we'll do like a gopro live stream uh and you can listen in and uh, we someone can have a chat where we can have a guest episode where we just go for a ride i go for a ride around london with someone and uh yeah i don't know different things it's- yeah, it sounds really good. Yeah. Yeah, a, a live podcast while riding sounds really challenging on a on a gear level, recording it, level, but I'm pretty sure until you can I, do that. Yeah, until I started working in a sound recording in a sound studio, it was probably challenging, but actually I think, yeah, it's never going to be uh, the level of a studio environment. But I think uh, with the right um, wind socks and wind mufflers, I think, yeah, we can create in the right radio mics. We can create something quite cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you're asking why Rob is talking about a studio, well, he's literally into a recording studio right now. Uh, more on that in the pre-show. Uh, yeah, sorry. Like- I'll, I'll just update everyone who's not listening to the pre-show. I am... Um, as many of you may know, I moved to London just before Christmas and started my new job. And it's in a recording studio uh, for musicians to and artists to record albums and tracks. Um, I do the video for whatever kind of content we create for either our brand, 5DB Studios, or for the artists themselves. 
So we have an in-house editing suite, in-house cameras and in-house live feed and 360 cameras and GoPros. And we've got a bunch of different filming equipment and we, we discuss what we're going to shoot and how we're going to create the content for each artist that comes through the door. So that's what I do in the studio, but also gives me access to a bunch of sound recording equipment as well, which today might, even if you have good headphones or a good speaker system when listening to the podcast, might be able to notice the difference of me recording on a XLR, very good old fashioned mic with a solid state, solid state logic mixer going into the MacBook Pro. So it's a bit of a more technical setup and should have a better effect for everyone listening. Absolutely. No, I think it's great. I think it's really like, I mean, we, you went completely overboard with the amount of throw <laughs> you put into the podcast. Like we went from 2000 and what, eight Mac mini to really, really, <laughs> sick setup yeah and and this is like this is the edit suite of uh where i work just because someone's there that we're, we're recording an album in studio a and studio b at the moment i would potentially um there's no um muffle the the walls aren't designed in here for recording audio this is just the equipment is better if we record in studio a or studio b where it's designed to actually uh the the for my voice to sound better in general before it goes into the mic it would sound even better is my yeah that was a long way around to say studio is better (laughs) than that anyway the quality is better yeah um and i hope you guys can feel it i think i think it's good if we have like better quality uh it's also the things we wanted to improve in 2022 yeah when you come to london which i hope you do soon there, we do have a room with a double mic setup and camera setup, so we could do definitely a live podcast together, like we talked about. That would be sick. Yeah. Like, don't talk too much about that because I might just move there to have access to that every week. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, we're looking for an in-house editor to work alongside me. So if you can film edit and you're looking for a job full time in London with a fairly good wage or salary, then then also hook me up. <laughs> Uh, not hook me up get in touch get in touch yeah yeah a lot of contacts into this episode yeah uh, yeah yeah coming back on youtube i also want to get uh into some vlogging content yeah uh i'd be very very keen to do like uh a track backing trip yeah. Yeah, and yeah, yeah get you guys along me probably with a gopro or something uh some kind of camera mic setup not too expensive that can bring with me um even if it's my phone at the beginning, I don't know. Uh, we'll see. But yeah, I, I want to get that going. And more personally, in 2022, I want to do more camping. I don't know why, but I feel like the few times I did camp in 2021 was I was living my best life. So mm. I want to do more camping in 2022. I've got my first trip booked with my bikepacking friend in Wales we are heading out, I think it's the second week or third week in February for three nights in, in, in the Wales countryside. It's going to be cold as shit. But to be honest, I have I didn't bikepack once last year. And, I, and the year before, I did tons of it. So I this year for me, I, I think the same as you, it would be nice to do vlogging and YouTube content of that. Um, but for my, my, for my own mind, yeah, I'm... Uh, I can't wait to get out and camp. It's the best feeling in the world. Riding for the day, putting the tent up, putting a hot cup of tea on and uh, feeling your legs burn burn a bit and uh, also just getting down and having an early night and just getting into your tent when the stars are out. It's, it's a lovely feeling. Yeah. Love it. Super, super cool. Um, uh, by the way, I, I did like some bit of camping onto the, the 31st of, of December. Uh, I guess I'll talk a little bit more about that into the after show. Mm-hmm. What else is on the list for 2022? And I see one of the things we, I mean, we didn't try not even once in, in 2021, but 
I think it might be time to get some kind of sponsorship onto that podcast. Yeah? Yeah. I think I'm really, really proud to be, like, listener-supported. Um, and I don't want to put, like, tons of ads into the podcast. But if you're a brand out there, you make quality stuff because I will not settle down for, like, the first random dude with some dodgy products um if you're yeah if you're making quality stuff out there and i don't know like you want us to talk about it then yeah why not also get in touch and yeah. maybe i can help with that this year paul maybe i could um yeah i've got a few people that might be interested in sponsoring us it could i mean it could be interesting from the point of view of you listeners um i like I listen, I personally listen to a lot of podcasts too, and I know how intrusive an ad can be when you're in the middle of listening your podcast. I really want to avoid that. That's why I think we'll do like promotional messages. Yeah, of this- always less than thirty seconds at the beginning, and then you're done, and you can just listen to the whole podcast. If if we say. Th- Thanks to someone for sponsoring us for this podcast. And uh, we like their products and we use their products. So check them out. But, you know, I think saying it is way better than actually having an advertised commercial. For sure. Exactly. 100%. I don't want to go out of my way and just like create a full customized ad two minutes long uh, for the podcast and having all my listeners dropped because it's just too long. And I totally feel that. No, I just want something subtle, but if it can help financially the podcast, mm-hmm. it's even better. Yeah, so, that's, yeah. That, that, that's just we should talk about that as uh, a bit more. I think we can figure that out this year. Absolutely. I need to stop saying absolutely that much. Also, uh, I'm saying that way too much. Absolutely, exactly. Great, awesome, good. Like those five words. That's a big variation. That's a big variation. (laughs) Always out of my mouth. Amazing. 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 The number of times I just listened back to the podcast while editing it. And I just listened to myself saying, yeah, that's great. (laughs) That's it. Like no sentence after that. Just, yeah, that's great. And then done. Nothing. Next one's good. Next one is good. Next one is really good. Uh, I want to get more involved into the community, but uh, IRL, like in real life, I want to meet people. I want to see people. I don't care about COVID, travel restriction, etc. I want to meet people and it's going to happen this year. So probably organize community events. And if we can't organize community events, we'll be there at some events. Yeah. Uh, I want to go out to Rad Race. Uh, even if I don't ride, I want to take pictures. I want to meet people. I want to see things. I'm riding. You have to come. Yeah. Uh, when is it? February again? No, it's March this March. year. March uh, 26th, I think. Uh, let me check before I say that out loud because that's a good thing to know. Rad Race. Um. It's definitely March 26th. Nailed it. Yeah. Last woman, last man standing. It's going to be fun. If I can make it round once, if I can make it through one round, that would be an achievement for me. That would be huge. I'm like, pretty sure you can do that with your amount of bike control. I've never, ever raced, especially on a go-kart track. Fix- me neither, I mean, but... <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm not worried about the. Everyone keeps saying, "Oh, it, the course is dangerous." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I think the course is dangerous." But if I, I, I don't think I'm fast enough. That's my main thing. But if I can make it through one round, I'd be buzzing, buzzing. That's <laughs> so. I'm I'm going to start training this weekend. I'm running a lot. Don't don't. Uh, I'm I'm already training. I'm running a lot. Uh, just to build stamina. But I'm going to do a 60k ride on Saturday morning yeah it was pretty good yeah and fixed fixed riding is saturday and sunday morning get out and do like 50 60k if i can do both days in the weekend in the morning nice and early 
that would be that would be spot on. That would be my training basically up until March 26, Saturday and Sunday mornings. Yeah. Unless I'm bikepacking. That's something I figured out during the holidays, by the way. Well, uh, before when I was doing long distance, um, or not, not long distance, but let's say like, yeah, 60, 70, 80 Ks, mm-hmm. I was putting my drops on. Mm-hmm. Right now, I'm like, no, fuck that. They're not comfy. I'm just going to put my white bars and that's yeah. how I'm going to ride. And I don't want to force myself anymore to put drops when, you know, I put like a, a helmet and a bib and everything. No, I think white bars are great for me and for my back. And yeah, yeah I'm going to keep on dry white bars. <laughs> yeah, I put on drops before Christmas and it made me hate my back. <laughs> <laughs> and then I put risers on. I was like, ah, so much better. A nice, refreshing pair of risers. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I need to, I need to get out and meet the Icarus guys and the fixed pirates ne- in the next couple of weeks as well because I'm in London now and there's a big crew here so I need to get on a night ride or something out with the guys and meet everyone. Yeah, they I've do been, organize quite a lot of stuff, right? Yeah, they do, they do, and I've been quite antisocial since I arrived in terms of just all over the place, and um, yeah, so that that's that's something to do soon. Yeah, but yeah, rad race is going to be dope. I think any, I think Fix Berlin will um, be putting on a few different events this year. I mean, Hamburg with the Fix Breakless guys. There's going to be a few things, and if getting out to the community is going to be really nice, I think. Feels like COVID's finally fucking off. Do you know what I mean? And um, yeah. travel restrictions have lightened pretty much everywhere, which is really nice. Um, Almost everywhere, yeah. Yeah, so we'll see how this year pans out. Pretty excited for it. So yeah, if you if you're down to go to some events, tell us, and we want to go too, so we can meet there. Yeah, I think it's going to be great. But in the meantime, while we're all not at some events, that's something I want to do this year: is collect more bike books. Mm-hmm. And I started early because my girlfriend got me a real nice present. Uh, and it's a book that I wanted for a long time. It's called Bicycle Design by Mike Barrow. Um, the one and only Mike Barrow. And it's a pretty good book. Uh, in this book, you would you will find the engine, the ergonomic and ergonomics and handling, materials, uh, parts of the bikes and debts, brakes, human-powered vehicle, blah, blah, blah. It's a really, really good book. Uh, if you're interested into aerodynamics and how basically one guy in the UK created the Monaco carbon bike all by himself, then you should read it because it's pretty good. Sounds amazing. Yeah. So, mm. yeah, it's basically one dude that liked bikes and is like, okay, now let me apply all my technical and engineering knowledge for something as basic as a bike. Mm-hmm. And... People, people were like, why would you do that on something that basic as a bicycle? And then he created the Lotus 110 and he got a job at Trek. And Trek was like, okay, you're making the carbon bikes now. And yeah. So nice. that's a really good book. Uh, he's the guy that create that created the, the monocoque carbon fiber racing bike that was ridden by Chris Broadman. To get the gold as the at the 1992 Olympic, so it is relevant. Um, if you're into that kind of stuff, definitely read it. I'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, I put it in the show notes. I'm keen to have a look at that. Yeah. But yeah, I want to get more books about Which bikes. Book because... I've got this really cool. Um, my good friend of mine, Sarah, bought me this book. It's um, it's vintage film photography. So you're gonna love it. By the way. And it's like the first bike packers you've ever seen, like in the. Oh wow! Yeah, it's it's really they they've got like woolen socks on and like woolen coats and shit and like socks up to their knees and like shoes and they're riding these vintage old like gravel bikes, but within like not a gravel bike, like a tourer bike with with what you know you see all these handmade bags for your bike now that goes on the handlebar and under the seat they've got all of that stuff and and 
their proper role. They're like carrying their bikes up mountainsides and like pulling them up by ropes and climbing the mountains. And it's all documented on 35 millimeter. And it's just this group of friends over many years who did bikepacking trips, camping, and you see their stove and you see the food they cook and they just look like they're having a great time. And uh, I've got that book and I think you'd love it. Yeah, it sounds really good. Can you give me the title? So I'll also put it in the show notes. I'm trying to think what it's called. I, I, I mean, I'll definitely find it for the show notes. No problem whatsoever. Sounds great. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think I want to get more books and more nice like photography and bike books uh, during this year. You know, like right now I'm just living into a, a cozy apartment, but the day I have something a little bit bigger, I would dream about like a shelving unit filled with like good books. You know, yeah, having yeah. some kind of a library of cycling. I definitely started collecting my own little library of, of cool books over the years. But since I moved out of the UK and, and you know, it's the kind of thing I haven't really gotten so much while, while not living at home or living in my own flat. But just because I'm, I'm, I'm also kind of big into architecture. I love architecture and I love tiny homes and all of that kind of jazz and using a space to make it spacious. Even a small space can be super spacious if it's done right and in the right location. So um, yeah, I've got my own little collection going, but more bike books, the better, I think. I agree. So we'll put the books into the show notes. And if you have recommendation, send us an email. It's kind of yeah. uh, the running joke for this episode. Send yeah. us an email. <laughs> uh, that kind of segues into uh, the development of my book. If I'll just quickly talk about that. Everything's still going ahead really well. I think I'm just going to delay it a little bit in terms of getting even more content to make it even more special. Um, still going ahead. Uh, good, a friend of mine is designing it and publishing or printing it. It's, it's, I'm just, yeah, taking my time. I, did, I tried to rush it the first year, but now it's not done in the first year. There's a few people that I didn't get around that year that, I want to give them the time to really shoot some nice stuff and make the book even more special. Um, if it takes a little bit longer to get it out, but it be a better book, then then I'm fine with that. So please be patient. It is coming. It's a lot of work. Um, and taking the t- and the move kind of messed me up in terms of um, focusing on that right now. Because my lifestyle's changed, and I'm not, you know. It's there's a lot of changes being made in my life recently, so just bear with me. But the book will will be coming, will be moving forward and coming out soon, um, as soon as I get everything together. <laughs> Sounds great again. Yeah, I'm doing it again. Sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> we do but have go to words that we use. Yeah, that, yeah, we do, we do. Yeah. And um, I don't hear I don't hear you saying it too much. For me, it's normal to hear. Yeah, you. for me, it's just it's just there all the time. I you feel like it. my English is so limited sometimes. Like, Bro, oh yeah, English you know so... three words. My English. My I wish I had a large vocabulary that would uh, make me sound way more intelligent. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe we learn a, a word a day. That's twenty twenty two as well. Learn a new word a day. We do like a new complicated word every episode. Yeah. Okay. That's a challenge. I'll bring one for next episode. You. <laughs> that's good. Okay. Okay. That's our that's our lifestyle vibe twist that we're adding. It's a, it's a it's a, a lesson that we're going to learn and we're going to pass on to the listeners. Every le- every episode we have a new word to learn as well. Sounds good. All right. New word. So no new word this episode, but next one we'll definitely get one. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll trust Rob on that one. Um, Rob's book kind of segues again into what I want to do this year is I would like to make my own zine. I've been uh, doing a lot of photography this past few years, and I think it's gonna it's sort of time to get some of my work printed and uh, for people, you know, to get out there. Um, and yeah, so people can enjoy it on like a paper format 
rather than just online. 100% you should do this, bro. 100%. And yeah, if you if if you're also shooting some photography, um I've I've say I've said it countless time on on that show, but printing your work is something that make you appreciate uh, your pictures into a really different way. And for example, I got for Christmas, my girlfriend got me like a really large format of one of the picture, one of the picture I took uh, during our trip through uh, the Spain, uh, the Spanish desert. And I was like, wow, this is actually a pretty nice picture. But when I posted it on Instagram, I was like, man, this is like an okay picture. Mm. So, yeah. Um, uh, I'm down to print some of my work and publish it um, to probably like a really, really limited quantity. You know me, I like limited stuff. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see what I print this year. And I don't know, like if I go to, I mean, maybe I can make like a rad race album or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it goes hands ha, it goes hands down with like everything at the minute. Everything's becoming more analog. Everything's becoming more... Um, you know, everyone's getting back into film. Everyone's getting back into records. Everyone's getting back into the original way things were done. And, you know, getting back into film photography is one thing, but actually printing it is the next level. So it feels like the right time. I'd love to see something. Yeah. Yeah, mm. I, I think analog photography, even if, uh, like I said last time, Kodak and Fuji's are not really going the right way for us to shoot more film. There is still people out there that want to keep the hobby alive. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm I'm so down on, on shooting more film in 2022. Me too. Me too. I just bought a load of rolls. <laughs> yeah. On to the next one, uh, and it's still in photography. I would like to shoot medium format this year. Yeah. Uh, I think I shot two rolls uh, of medium format in 2021. That was on my friend's um, Brival Samsons. Uh, the bike check is in the blog. Is on the blog. Uh, I'll put a link into the show notes. Uh, but I put I shot two terrible rolls of medium format and I kind of want to get myself a medium format camera and shoot again some medium format and enjoy the like those really really big negatives um, and scan them and make some really really big prints because I see the size of prints that you can make with 35 millimeters right now I have two prints that I shot, uh, and they're both like 90 by 70 centimeters. Mm-hmm. So that's a big sprint. Um, if you shoot that with medium format, it's even like, can't even describe it. It's gigantic. It's huge. Yeah. So you could, you could easily print something that is above a meter. Easy. Um, yeah, with medium yeah. You because just You just thought they w- you weren't spending enough on film that you would go into shooting medium format. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Actually, which is less negative spiral. <laughs> exactly. That's pretty funny. If you know a little bit about medium format film photography, you know that there is two types of roll to 20 and 120. Um, and 220 is pretty much uh, instant, but people are making 220 film again. Mm-hmm. in 2022 so that's something i look forward to it's quite romantic yeah so yeah i want to shoot more medium format um if you have a medium format camera email me <laughs> figure something <laughs> out and yeah just so the the listeners know medium format so 35 millimeters obviously 35 millimeters 3.5 millimeter wide Medium format, 120 millimeter negative, is 120 millimeters wide. It's square, and you get 10 pictures per roll. Yeah, it can be square, but it can be also like your four by three ratio. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't, yeah, I don't mean square. Sorry, four by three. Uh, where you get, I think, 16 per roll, but it can ah. also be um, nine by seven, and then you get, I think, eight. Yeah. Or 
seven pictures <laughs> per roll. Yeah. Um, and you have like those gigantic negatives. Um, and composition is pretty hard with those, uh, I feel. But yeah, uh, medium format photography is something really, really interesting. Um, pretty expensive, but it's a, it's a vibe. Yeah, it is. It is. It's really nice. And to be honest, a lot of the cameras are different in terms of, uh, I had a Yashica uh, 125, which is, is the viewfinder where you look down, you look down into it and the image is reversed. So you see everything back to front and left to right. Yeah. Um, and you're looking down th through the camera. So you generally hold the camera on the lens. Uh, on your chest, sorry, you hold the camera on your chest and you, you look into it and it's it's tricky to get the focus and to get them right. So out of 10 photos, well, on average, 10 photos that you take, sometimes that yeah, it, everything's manual in the camera as well. You have to use a light meter. It depends on which model camera you use, but it becomes more trickier. The risk of, of not taking the picture is a little bit higher in terms of there's a lot more, not a lot more variables, but it's a bit more complicated. But the overall print can be three times as big as 35 millimeters. So there's just this even more film. Uh, there's more chemicals reacting on the negatives when you let light onto it. It's, it's an even more interesting process than 35 millimeter. So I'd be keen to see what you do, Paul, with it. Very keen. I couldn't describe it better. Oh, I think thanks. you did a pretty good job. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I, lo I love film. I've loved film for many years. I mean, I shot on Super 8, 16 millimeter, 35 millimeter in, in movies, in film school in Prague. So the, the, the thing about shooting onto a negative in, in film photography is that you, the shutter opens for that time that you set that shutter to open to. And you have this layer of different chemicals on a negative and that reacts to the light. So not a single picture can ever be exactly the same because it's a chemical reaction that you, you're getting. It's light exposing the negative and then you do what you want with it after. You, you develop it to a positive and then you scan it or, pr or print it or blow it up as you like. But it's they're, they're not a single other negative can be identical. It's, it's a unique process and that's what I love about film photography and filmmaking. Yeah. Yeah. So photography is great. Um, if you want to get a new hobby in 2022, think about that. Yeah. <laughs> but also think about your wallet. It will not thank you for getting into film photography, but it's great anyway. <laughs> but, um, there's a lot more brands now putting out film yeah. uh, film rolls and, and basic film cameras. So it's, it's a good time to get into it, I think. The film landscape uh, is becoming more and more. It's becoming wider every yeah. day. Yeah. It's cool. All right. On to, I guess, a final note uh, for this episode. And I wanted to talk about merch. Um, I did the merch drop uh, in December. Um, so I believe the hoodie sold out pretty fast. And then uh, I still saw, I still have like some stuff available. Um, two things I was thinking about. First, um, thank you for everybody that put down an order. Uh, it's been really nice that people enjoy the stuff I make. Um, second is, I think Slow Spin Society, uh, I don't think it needs merch, you know? I think it needs uh, basic stuff. Could be like stickers or t-shirts. But... Uh, I don't, I don't know if like a media platform did something as, um, you know, deep as like custom hubs or stuff like that. Mm. Um, I'll be curious to know everybody's point of view on that. Uh, and, uh, that's for, um, if you, if you got any comment, just send me a DM or email me again, whatever, uh, I'll be, I'll be interested in any comments you guys could have. And maybe, um, maybe just maybe if you guys have some good ideas and you think like, oh yeah, we should definitely make that, then let's make it happen. Uh, I feel like there is so many people into that podcast community. Um, 
with like crazy professions, picking people that are making stupidly crazy stuff with their hands. Um, I feel like we can make some great stuff together if um, if it happens. So yeah, I'd be curious. Uh, again, DM me, send me, send me an email. Um, I want to know. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's pretty much it. I guess that wraps up the first episode of 2022. Boom. And one last thing you would like to say, maybe? I'm very excited for the year. Super pumped. I'm so glad this is the first one we've done. And it's actually motivating me and inspiring me to find more routine and find more projects to do and be part of more interesting things and share that with everyone. Um, that's what I like to do. That's what I like to do last year. I'm really curious on how to now push forward my Instagram. If anyone follows me on Instagram, it's like that was my lifestyle in Berlin for the last year and a half. And I felt like I did the best to represent myself. But now I feel like I want to do more and be more. And again, follow my own lifestyle and be. And this podcast helps me do that. Um, and yeah, I'm super excited. I'm, I'm, uh, the, the new year and new things going to happen. So thanks for listening as always, guys. <laughs> as always. Yeah. Well, that wraps up another episode of the Slutspin Society podcast. As usual, everything we discussed today will be in the show notes on the blog, slutspinsociety.com, along with the various articles and write-up that I post every two weeks. If you get value out of the show, why not consider putting value back in? You can visit patreon.com slash podcast to join the community, where pledging at any level will get you access to the extended cut of the pre and after show. Special thanks goes to the 23 Patreons backing us into that crazy venture that's the Slow Spin Society. And as always, thank you so much for your support. You can also find us on our Discord server. The invite link is also in the show notes. Always our Instagram account, at Slow Spin Society. I go by at underscore poll underscore you. And Rob by at karenz.co. Sharing the podcast with your friend is by far the best and easiest way to support the show over giving us a good review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or any platform of your choice. By the way, Spotify does now have a podcast review system, which is pretty new and pretty cool. The music for the show is Love This Window by Amaria, and the illustration, as always, is by me. Thank you so much, guys, for listening to this first episode of 2022. We're gonna go on to the after show, and... That's pretty much it for this week. See you guys in two weeks. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>